0: It is Wednesday night, and that means it's time for another episode of the Kicking Out podcast. I'm Paul Zartman, joined this week by uh, my co-host. I mean, you might as well be co-host now, Shep. Yes. Here as much as everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tanner is um, uh, otherwise preoccupied, we'll say, for the night, uh, taking care of some uh, personal stuff. So you get uh, the former KOP champions. And I can say that because we 're both former champs
1: former and former yes <laughs> former former former
0: <laughs> i I'm more of a former champ than you, uh, but uh, you've got a rematch coming up at some point if you know Tanner ever decides to defend it uh you know i I think I defended at Grand Slam last year, but uh, you know who's counting who's counting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was counting, but we got, we got something coming up called Battle of the Belts. I mean, I know, we got something yeah, about.
0: yeah. I think, I mean, it's Battle of the Belts. I feel like he should put the title on the line for that.
1: I don't know. It might, might not be big enough for old Tan, man.
0: Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I think he's going to try to wait until uh, November.
1: We can probably shame him into it, can't we? Uh,
0: probably. We could start tonight, you know. He, he's... Uh, held the belt the longest without defending it, or at least offering to defend it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was one time earlier this year, I told him, you know what? You want me to defend the belt? Cleveland's playing the Yankees. Let's put it on the line. You win, you're the champ. The Cleveland wins, I retain. Luckily, he denied it because the Cleveland Guardians lost that game. So, (laughs) told him, I said, look, you could have been champion and you didn't even have to make a single prediction. And he goes, oh, that's not fair. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah.
1: I don't know. His <laughs> teams are so across the board. We don't even want to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the kid was born and raised in Indiana and he hates all Indiana teams.
0: Except Purdue.
1: I'm not a U fan, so is that even an Indiana team?
0: Oh. Oh. All right. All right. I don't do college teams, so uh I mean, I'm a Michigan State fan, so you know. I like my Wolverines. Leave me alone. I was raised a I was raised a Marvel fan, so you know. Blue and blue. Hey,
1: State's the Spartans.
0: Oh, wait, yeah, they are. Never mind.
1: You're a Michigan fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. I've been up since 3 a.m. <laughs> and it's 10 30 at night. So you know.
1: Oh, well, uh, my Ohio state is... people, Michigan go. <laughs> there you go. I'm with you on that one.
0: All right. All right. Uh so yeah, we'll we'll shame Tanner into uh at least considering to defend the title at some point in the next, you know, couple weeks. All right. <laughs> Maybe. We'll try it at least. All right, Uh, you want to dive into Dynamite? You got anything hey, you want to cover before we get Dynamite into tonight. it? Let's go. All right, so it's clearly Fallout from Glenn's Grand Slam. See, off to a great start tonight. <laughs> um, we start off with the Jericho Appreciation Championship celebration. They came out in purple.
1: A lot of purple.
0: A lot of purple.
1: A lot of purple. Um, is it velvet or silk? I couldn't, I couldn't I, tell.
0: I, I don't know. All I know is at least Anna's used to wearing purple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it was, you know, Jericho states that it's the era of Ring of Jericho. Another Jericho type name that I, I can't get behind. I mean, the segment was a little long for me. Um,
1: it it, it was, but I liked um, how he talked about um, taking out all the uh, Ring of Honor uh, past champions, which yeah. which was later in the show. I get it, but yeah, I, I I get what he was doing there. He was he was burying the belt but he was elevating it at the same time with him.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So that makes sense. Um, Yeah, it does. Jericho says he's a sports entertainer or a pro wrestler, but before any answers happen, Brian Danielson appears and he thinks um, as he thinks, it seems like Jericho is telling Garcia what he should be. Uh, Danielson says he has respect for Garcia and could do whatever he wants. Jericho tells him to shut up as Garcia belongs to him. And this leads to the pure champion getting face-to-face with Jericho saying he doesn't belong to him. He asks the fans if they think it would be entertaining to be in a tag team with Danielson. But what he thinks would be entertaining is him and Brian versus Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Menard then loses his cool and says he wants to punch Danielson right now. And Brian says... He was told he can wrestle anyone who wants to fight him, and he challenges him to a match. So, and that sets up for Brian Danielson versus Matt Menard.
1: Daddy Magic.
0: Daddy Magic. And um, uh, the match, go ahead.
1: I really like this segment. I really do. Um,
0: like I said, it was a little too drawn out for me, but there at the end, it finally picked up the pace that I was looking for.
1: I mean, I, in. And we we all are on social media, and that stupid pizza guy, you know, he, he hit viral, and then Tony Khan brought him in. And this is is this three weeks in a row now?
0: Which, I think so.
1: I think it's three weeks in a row now, and he's just flipping that dough, and I I, I, I kind of like it. It's to me, it entertains me. It really does. I know it's stupid. I know it. It's not traditional professional wrestling, but it entertains me. So yeah, he's gonna get laid out. You knew that at some point he's gonna get laid out. He got laid out. Um and I love I love the fact that Jericho put that floppy hat on Garcia. I loved it. It made Garcia even more ticked off. Um and then Daniels would come down. So no I, I love this segment. Like I thought I. I I mean, quite honest, I was not looking forward to this because I knew it was going to happen tonight. But when they came out and the way they presented it, man, I I thought they nailed it tonight. I really did. And I could be I could be wrong, but I was entertained. So I I thought they nailed it.
0: Okay, Uh, I guess my problem is I'm still not on board with the Jericho Appreciation Society. So um, when they get this long a TV time, uh, it's a little frustrating for me. By the way, uh, Pizza Guy's love- Luigi.
1: Luigi, I thought he was awesome. Um, I love that Jake, Jake Hager wasn't involved.
0: Yeah, that's that's always a plus. I, I can do without Jake Hager on TV.
1: Yeah, I, I love 2.0. I love Daddy Magic. I think he's super entertaining. I really do. Um, so to have him speak, um, Daniel Garcia hopefully he's the the way they're working. He's going to get stronger on the mic. He's, he's got some way to, he's got a way to go yet. Um, but I thought this was a really good step in the right direction. Yeah. So, yeah. Like again, I was not looking forward to this segment, but I, I enjoyed it.
0: All right. All right. To each their own. We often say that we don't agree with much with each other when it comes yeah. to this stuff. So it's one of those things that it's kind of sticking true to itself there. Uh, for the, uh, daddy magic Danielson match, daddy magic starts out aggressively taking the fight to Brian Danielson in the corner, charging into him, laying down several punches. However, Danielson turns things around with a chop and he follows it with the classic kicks. And those kicks seem a little stiff to you or was it just me?
1: I think they always seem stiff.
0: I don't know. They just look,
1: he's got pads on,
0: <laughs> Maybe it was uh, just me, but uh, they they seemed a little stiffer than normal. Uh, As we get towards the end of the match, uh, Danielson batters Daddy Magic with a trio of running drop kicks in the corner, and his kicks then continues while Matt is on his knees. However, before he can deliver the big blow to the head, Cool Hand and pulls his partner out only for Danielson to dive through the ropes with a kick to both men. He tries to follow it with a diving knee, but Menard avoids it and then sends Brian into the ring post as Parker hits a DDT on the floor with the official distracted. Uh, Claudio then heads out to uppercut Parker as he just picks him and carries him all the way to the back. But on his own, Menard is immediately hit with the, basaki knee i think is what they call it and then the bell lock and of course he quickly taps out
1: i love the part where claudio uppercutted the dude out of his shoe
0: yeah, that was great. That was great. That out of the awesome. shirt, out of the shoes, carried him back. <laughs> that was the end of the night for him.
1: That almost, <laughs> that almost made that match. Like when Claudio came down to assist and he literally uppercutted a dude out of his shoe. That was great.
0: Yeah. that That is one of those that I, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that ever.
1: No. And, and, and I almost love how, and, and I'm sure there's makeup involved, but, um, I mean, you saw Danielson's back. He had those big cup things, and yeah, you know, they—they, they, they, I think they even talked about to William Regal, like, you know, he just went through this, he just went through that, and it's like that's that's the business, like. So I, I love that they kind of talk about <clears throat> that. Like, look, you're 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 working every week. You're gonna get beat up. Yeah, the way you're gonna look. So.
0: In this business, there's no time to heal.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I, like I said, I thought the opening segment, and then following that match, and so far, I was I was pumped about Dynamite. Now we'll get we'll get later into the show, but
0: <laughs>
1: it started out really high. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> After the match, a video package airs explaining who Juice Robinson is and the history that Moxley and uh, him have. Up next, MJF is supposed to be out, but Wheeler Yuta makes his way down instead. And can we talk about He power walked down there. Like, there's power walking from Hangman, and then there's power walking from Wheeler Yuta.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I thought Yuta took a step forward tonight on the mic.
0: Oh, I do too. Uh, You know, when he came in with the best friends, he had no mic skills whatsoever.
1: Yeah, so I, I thought he came down and, and asserted himself and like, okay, yeah, I can get behind this dude. So I thought he took a big step forward on the mic skills tonight. We know he can go in the ring. Uh, yeah. We've seen that. And, um, you know, the little uh, – I think we got to have a, a MJF and him feud just to keep – you know, MJ off, off off, the world title right now. So. Yep. Do I see him facing MJF? Yes. Yes. Do I see him going over? No, but I think he can put on a heck of a match and elevate MJF even bigger.
0: So, yeah. It'll, I
1: think that's the end goal, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're going to end up just writing this off as uh, you know, MJF wants to shake off that uh, ring rust and he knows you the one he can do it on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I think is perfect. Because I think it showcases Utah, puts MJF odor over and and everybody comes out a win-win. So
0: yeah. 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 Uh, can we talk about MJF's new nickname for the Blackpool Combat Club? <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean,
1: uh, I mean it, they, hey, they blurped out, what, three S-bombs tonight?
0: Yeah, there there was a few times that was I, three, I, I was, right? yeah, I, I like, I had to really pay attention to uh, a segment later on in the show because. But
1: they didn't blur this out.
0: No. Well, I mean, you know, if you don't know what it means, you you don't know what it means. So that's one of those nice things that. You know, 10-year-old kids are going and searching up what it means, but still. (laughs) Okay, it it goes back to you got to have those things in professional wrestling that you're not allowed to say in school.
1: Uh, Man, I hope these kids don't say this stuff in school tomorrow (laughs) morning.
0: Okay, you and I couldn't walk into school and pull the uh, DX. I did not sleep with that young intern. As a matter of fact, I was up. night because we kicked out of school but we watched it on television
1: oh uh, watched it every Monday night for sure yeah I I mean I remember I remember uh, going to bed and turning on my little I think it was an 18 inch television at the time uh, to uh, WCW (laughs) Monday Night Nitro I watched Nitro overall back in the day and I would turn it on like volume two and sit on the edge of the bed right on the TV. So my parents didn't hear it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was great.
0: And that was back in the day with true picture and picture. So <laughs> we, we had a, a 36 inch and that sounds like crazy, but this thing was huge when, you know, you're like eight yeah. years old. We had a 36-inch, so literally, it was in picture-in-picture, in picture, and I would bounce back and forth between raw and nitro, yeah, depending was, on who was wrestling.
1: I was a nitro guy there for a while, and I had a, I think I I think I had an 18-inch tube television, and I had it on the edge of my uh, dresser with an edge on the bed. Like I literally had to sit two feet away from it on volume one or two just to not wake my parents up because – uh, Nitro went for freaking three. That was back when they were going three hours. They are going to 11. Yeah. And, yeah. Hell, I I think that was before I moved from Manchester to Rochester. That was a completely different story. But, anyways, we're getting tight track. Yeah. We, we go down rabbit holes.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's, you know. Um, but I like how this week MJF doesn't even want to say his catchphrase. He has the ass boys say it instead.
1: Yeah, I like that look mjf is over and the fans like him. we know that but he's still got to do heelish stuff yeah so he's got to do stuff like this to let everybody know he's still a heel which i'm okay with um because i still enjoy him but yet i still realize he's a heel so
0: yeah again because you get hyped up he Booze Philadelphia talks crap about him. You're like, nah, I could agree with that. And then he has to say something to just make everybody else mad at him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I know AEW's got a lot of uh, critical um, comments about their booking of late. But so far, the first couple segments of the show were freaking rock solid.
0: And I will uh, say the next segment followed right in those footsteps as we saw, John Moxley versus Juice Robinson in an AEW World Championship Eliminator match,
1: which came out of nowhere, really. Yeah, the, the Eliminator stuff—I don't get. I mean, don't get me wrong; I don't want to see this match for free on cable television. Um, but to call it an Eliminator match, I, to me, an Eliminator match—you should put. A number one contender and juice Robinson coming in out of uh, New Japan. Put them together. Whoever wins gets a shot at Mox in a couple of weeks or whatever. But
0: yeah, hangman. I mean, I'm probably, versus I'm probably, juice Robinson. I'm probably
1: nitpicking, nitpicking at this point. But
0: yeah, but I mean, I, I agree with you. If you're going to have an eliminator match, it should have been hangman and Robinson. And then the winner went on to face Mox.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, just saying,
0: that would have put butts in seats, too, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and uh, after this match, Hangman comes out to a hell of a pop.
0: The dude is so over, it's not even funny.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I like Hangman. I really do. Um, I think he's taking his dress a little too far. I know he called him the Millennial Cowboy, but he's wearing a dolly parton shirt that was four sizes too small with roses on his
0: pants was it roses or was it dolly
1: i think it was roses down his pants
0: oh okay but it looked like it said dolly
1: yeah it could have i don't know i didn't pay attention but like I, i get it but like you know wear a modern day shirt and some i don't know some tore up jeans that modern day people wear. I don't know, I don't wear jeans. So yeah,
0: I, I know I always wear jeans and you never wear jeans. I hate denim.
1: Denim's the devil. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, but, but I can't do the dress pants. So I give you props <laughs> for that
1: dress pants are so much more comfortable. Anyway, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, but when, when he came down, man, he is over, he got a hell of a pop. Um, Man. Man, I don't know. I want to see something. Going around, Juice Robinson, The Mox, great match. I know they got about what twelve minutes. I think I got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cross oh. arm breaker ends it with the submission.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I like the match. Um I know on some other matches they get closer to twenty uh, minutes on it, but yeah, it worked for for free television. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, as hangman's out there, um, MJF appears from the, the box he was sitting in up top, tells him to settle down. They're not fighting each other. They're fighting to lose as he might cash in his chip in Cincinnati. And then Yuta appears from nowhere and attacks him. And a, a fan got kicked in the back. I don't know if you caught that or not, but when he went yeah. for that stop, that one foot missed and hit the dude right in the back.
1: I did. He, mm-hmm. He's going to have some free tickets coming.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or he's going to go, I don't care. That was a great. I got kicked by Wheeler. You didn't live to tell about it.
1: Yeah. You know what? If And if he does, good for him. Yeah. The the times we live in nowadays. He's oh, gonna have yeah. Free shows. Anytime they come back to uh, uh, Philly, Philly. they have some free shows.
0: Yep. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if after that segment, uh, security didn't go up, talk to him, and move him down closer to the ring, too but I
1: didn't, catch,
0: I didn't catch too much of what he looked like, so, you know. Well, uh, up next, um, age shows up in the ring. I- I'm going to butcher her name. I know I practiced it the entire show, so I didn't screw it up. And here we are during the podcast, and I am going to screw it. it up. Soraya?
1: Soraya, you're right.
0: Yay. My brain kept wanting to go Sierra. And I'm like, that's not right. I know it's not right. Soraya. So Soraya shows up again. A little side note here is I I'm a fan of her boyfriend's band. Uh, her entrance music is zombified from falling in reverse. So that's cool. It, uh,
1: I, I enjoy the music. Yeah. Yeah. So she's everything, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Falling in reverse is good. Um, I wondered last week, you know, there was such a pop. I couldn't tell what music was playing once her name popped up on the screen, that is. But uh, yeah, this week I really paid attention and could tell what song it was. So a nice little way to thank her boyfriend for supporting her in this journey. She gets on the microphone and has a lot of stabs at her former employer. I noticed that. (laughs) Like, a lot more than I think anybody else has done. So she uh, she says, you know, she's back. She's damaged, but she isn't broken. The reason she is here is to create change. She was the revolution, and she is still the revolution. Again, stabbing at people. Uh, this is her house, she goes on to say. And then she calls out the women's division, which four of them showed up for (laughs) so i do there was a special segment going here and she starts talking about tony storm and says it's nice that she is being used to her full potential now she's the best champion AEW has seen and she's honored to be in the ring with her uh up next uh well not up next but then britt comes out along with her goonies um Says she sees we have a shiny new toy and shiny new toys come and go. But until she earns some respect, she's just a catchphrase unlike her and then uses her own catchphrase. Uh, Baker says she is the face of the division and she even put her neck on the line for AEW. And unlike uh, her, Baker's is strong enough to handle it. She then mocks her for the fact half of the people don't know how to say her name Uh, She says it's cute, but her name rhymes with, and then we get bleeps. Yeah. S. Baker.
1: Weird, weird bleeps, I thought. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was trying. It's like they filtered in crowd noise over top of it or something instead of just, you know, a beep or a silence. I don't know. Baker says she respects storms, but Athena then broke her nose to write her out as she then discusses the upcoming title match, she brings out Serena Deeb. Um, she... See, it, see, I almost did it again.
1: Sierra. Yeah, Hi. see,
0: now you're going to have... Sari- now, Sorry. Soraya. I said Sierra, didn't I? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, I almost did. And then I was like, nope, I'm going to stop, and Shep will catch it, and he says Sierra. Uh-huh. So Raya then cuts things off and says, it is good to have a boss that actually listens to her, that's the, they just, I
1: liked. That's the one I liked.
0: Yeah, that was the best one because it was not subtle at all. Um, you knew who she was referring to. She only worked for two companies. Yeah, so. and she said, look, I'm cleared to come back. And former boss said, I don't care. You're not coming back. Uh, but the uh, women's interim championship match is now made into a lumberjack match. Which was... Weird,
1: weird, because there was four on each side, and we know in a lumberjack match you gotta you gotta go around the whole ring. Yeah, so you, you needed eight more girls. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get that.
0: And as always in a lumberjack match, you've got two sides. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, you could have twenty five people out there. Half of them are gonna pull for one. Half are gonna pull for the other. And we saw that throughout this match. Uh, Deeb sent out. The heel lumberjacks throw her right back in. Storm sent out. She gets attacked. It's just kind of how lumberjack matches go.
1: I thought Tony looked kind of bad in this match.
0: She did. There were a couple yeah. spots where she was a little off. I uh, don't know if she was just having a bad night. Yeah. Uh, but they thought she was going for up kicks and she didn't and then did. And that was the one that really caught my attention. I'm like, all right, what, what's going on here? Because, I mean, Deeb even stood there with her shoulder in a little bit for the up kicks and didn't get them.
1: Yeah. Um, I like Serena v, but I think she's really good in the ring. She's awful on the mic, but she's really good in the ring. Um, yeah. Like I thought, this segment could be real. I thought the match. Maybe re- rephrase this. The segment was good with Sarai on the mic, um, and then we got those two in the ring, and which I like Serena Deep in the ring, and I don't know. I, I was kind of let down a little bit. Like I thought that, that it could be a lot better. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I hate, I hate saying this, but. I miss Thunder Rosa in the ring. Like, I think some Thunder Rosa and Deeb could have another good match.
0: Yeah, they could. And I think they will eventually.
1: Or even even have a three-way there with with yeah Tony. I know Thunder's, Thunder's hurt. She's a little bit better on the mic. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just I felt like this is the only woman segment we got tonight. And there's a lot more talent in AEW. Um, to have just this little segment.
0: I mean, you and I, uh, have gone on record stating that we are Athena fans. Um, I'm not going to say we're huge Athena fans. We're not going to go out and buy all of her merchandise and say she should win every match she's in. But I think it's time to start putting some spotlight on her. You bring in this big name, you get a huge pop and then you bury her.
1: I wouldn't say barrier and I'm going to be nice huh. here, Paul, not put her on the front line. <laughs> Is that the nice way I, of saying a barrier?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, she, she's won like a handful of matches since she came in.
1: Yeah. And, and I think she's a hell of an athlete, hell of a talent and love to see her going forward. Um, I was obviously big on her going over Jade Cargill.
0: Didn't so her. was I. I thought, I, was was,
1: I, I thought she was one of those girls that could, could go over Jade and still promote Jade to the next level to go for the women's championship. Um, I thought she's that good. I, th- I still think she's that good. Yeah. If she's given the right opportunity. So,
0: right. And I'm, I'm sure we'll see it at some point. Um, I mean, I hope we don't get, don't take this the wrong way. I hope we don't get a women's faction consisting of uh, Storm, Athena, and Soraya. Because that would just feel wrong to me.
1: The the only thing with Soraya is I don't, I know there was a bunch of stuff on the dirt sheets. If she cleared, not cleared, cleared, not cleared. If she's not cleared, they're going to put her in a faction. Yeah, If she's cleared she should, she should be on her own But That's that's yet to be told
0: Right And honestly I'm kind of okay with her being On commentary for a women's match
1: Yeah I didn't mind it
0: She wasn't terrible she, You could tell she was still nervous And still a little rusty um, But I think if she did it more often And you know, we went down to Excalibur, Taz, and Soraya for a woman's match. I think that'd be a okay combo.
1: Which, which she's okay there, but if you remember, I mean, when's the last time she worked a match?
0: Hmm.
1: You're talking five, six years? Five uh, years? The
0: last time she How worked a you? match was the last time she got injured, I think.
1: Was that three, four years ago? Uh,
0: it was a house show.
1: I know it was a house show. But it was
0: against Sasha. Long. It might it's be 3-4 weeks. Three, three, it was pre-COVID. I know that much.
1: COVID. Yeah, what's COVID? <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
0: Pre-2020. Uh, yeah. Pre-2020. <laughs> yeah. Pre-March 13th, 2020.
1: I, I think it was sometime the summer of 19, if I remember correctly, that she was on a house show and, and, and she got injured, but And I'm sure behind the scenes, and we've all seen these comebacks, like when we saw it with Edge, he was working with FTR, which I love, you know, just because FTR was in his neighborhood um, when they did those documentaries on those guys. So um, I'm sure she's working behind the scenes. She's, you know, obviously going to get some of that ring rust off. But.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing if we do get her in the ring or if she's more of a backstage role. Uh, of course, you know, we bring in a new women's coach a couple of months ago, and she ends up wrestling for two different titles in the women's division. So, yeah, who knows what will happen with Paige or Soraya. <laughs> I forgot. Paige is dead. She gone. She gone. She gone. She gone um so after the women's match we go backstage as tony shivani is catching up with the tag team champions they need to stop doing this because you can clearly tell that was taped earlier today because there was nobody out there those were seats behind them and there was nobody in them it's one thing to claim it was backstage but don't do seating behind you that's just me uh, but the acclaimed shown backstage with Billy Gunn, who says next week, it's National Scissoring Day. I don't know. Can we say that? <laughs> uh, they get interrupted by Keith Lee, who points out Gunn cost them their titles. And he says the champions got carried. Gunn says he's got two words for them. Scissor me. <laughs> So we grew up with Billy Gunn having a phrase you can't say in school, and now our kids get Billy Gunn who's got a phrase you can't say in school.
1: Yep. Yep. Perfect. Full circle. He's adapting. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, but at least we know both can be said on TV, just not by minors.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I like this segment. Yeah. I might be acclaimed. Um
0: the acclaimed are over.
1: They're they're over, and, and that's why they deserve the championship. But I've been I think we I've been on a I don't know probably 60 day hiatus or high run of FTR. And so, you know, really wanted FTR to that's the only title they don't have right now is AEW. Um so yeah. I like the acclaim having it. Um uh, we got a little bit of uh Keith Lee showing up saying, Hey, look, you know, we got another shot basically, I feel like is what he was saying. Um yeah. So yeah, uh, acclaim is great. We love the we love the rap. We love the intro yes. of the rap, it's it's great. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think? You think they get two, three months as a a run?
0: I'm saying they go till November and we're going to drop them on pay-per-view. And I'm hoping since it's now official that they're kind of going away from the ranking system, I'm hoping that like next week or, you know, at least by mid October FTR makes their presence known and we start getting a storyline between those two
1: When's the last time we saw FTR on a tag match on Dynamite
0: Yes <laughs> Before the Trios tournament
1: Yeah Yeah then they I okay then then they on the pay-per-view they had Warload in a Trios match It had nothing to do with the trios tournament, but whatever.
0: Yeah. But, hey, you know what? His daughter got to come out, and that was pretty cool.
1: That was pretty cool. You're right. All right.
0: We switch from one backstage segment to another, as Andrade's clients are all shown arguing as he tries to calm them down. Jose's telling them to shape up or get out. Matt Hardy then appears, and he tells Private party what happened last week felt right. He then he tells them to get out of their deal and he will be waiting to do it the right way.
1: Which, before BTE was eliminated, right? On hiatus. Hiatus, there you go. Not eliminated. We're going to get it back. Um, Eventually. we, We saw this in BTE that Hardy was having some type of Remorse or regret towards private party. Um, now we're gonna see it on television, so
0: yeah, yeah. it's um, one of those things where, since we can't bring BTE into it right now, we're gonna just continue the story on dynamite instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I know, I know Jeff's supposedly out of rehab. Um, there were some rumors that he was out of rehab and. Generate a return soon. Um, but I don't know if you could. You could bring him back. And put them right back in the tag. Scene. So you have to yeah. give Matt something to do.
0: Yeah. You know. Okay. I stumbled across a video. Um, a couple weeks ago. And it was. Back when the Hardy boys. Were in Impact. Oh boy. Back right after. Brother Nero debuted. Okay. And it was a a little video package that was put together where um, Matt forgets he's a wrestler. So Jeff's trying to convince him who he is. And are are we going to try to do something along those lines? Like Matt forgets about the Hardy Boys and then Jeff shows up and he's like, oh, my brother, I am back.
1: The I don't know. Cheesy
0: Jeff Hardy there. I know. That's not how he sounds, but.
1: I, I was a big fan. I enjoyed Brother Nero.
0: So did I. That's why I was hoping to get um, Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero as yeah. the title run. And we still have a chance to do that.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, both of those guys are towards the end of their career. So, I mean, their, their time is limited, but. I mean, Brother Nero, Nero, like, I remember when that all happened. I was not an Impact fan. I was not watching Impact. And I started seeing it on the dirt sheets and started watching it and was thoroughly entertained. So,
0: Oh, yeah, it's probably the best Jeff's been since, you know, the late 90s.
1: And, you know, Jeff had some awful, awful times in Impact. You know, the the match was staying and – you know we can we can go on and on about his his issues but um yeah. his his peak and impact was definitely brother nero and it was awful entertaining so
0: yes yeah um i had something and it it just escaped me so i don't know i'll probably think of it like tomorrow and text you and be like yeah i remember what i was going to say in the podcast now <laughs> Uh, oh well Oh um, We get After that segment we get a little bit uh, I think it's still, still a little bit on in the show But uh, we'll see a Three way tag match Private party Butcher and Blade Versus the acclaimed For the tag titles On Rampage
1: For the tag titles?
0: I thought it was for the tag titles Maybe it wasn't for the tag titles, maybe it was just a triple threat tag match.
1: Well, now,
0: you're, now you're making me question myself.
1: Okay, I could be wrong, I could have missed, <laughs> but
0: well, it's one of those you know, it's hard to keep up when Excalibur and then we're gonna see this match happen and we're gonna see this and this and this and this and it's going into Sun Dynamite. And I'm like, dude, slow down. I need to know what you're saying to me.
1: Take off the mic. <laughs> Sorry, that was my inner Jim Cornette.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Okay, I cannot find it right now, so I don't know. We'll say that it's at least a triple threat tag match.
1: We'll go with what you said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, are are we going to see, since Butcher and Blade and Private Party are kind of already arguing amongst themselves, is this how we're going to see Private Party leave the Andrade family office?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw the start of it tonight when Matt came up and uh, said his piece, I guess would be the easiest way to say it. Um, Said that basically they can come back and it's not going to be big money Matt, which, right, big money Matt compared to the Matt we've seen on on screen of late is different. So
0: every version of Matt's different.
1: That's true. Mm
0: He's, he's a little
1: bit of split personality, but
0: um, a little bit, man.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I can, I can see this a little bit with private party, but yeah, you know, I, I feel like this should be on, on dark or something else, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so up next, we get a pretty quick match. We head to the ring. We hear Ricky Stark's music hit. Ricky Starks comes down to the ring. The bell rings as he's going to take on Eli Isom. I don't know. Here. I-S-O-M. You're close. Yeah. Hits him with a spear, immediately followed by the Rochambeau. Jumps on his stomach as he sits down for the pin. I know. It was a little aggressive, but it was great.
1: It was, yeah. Um, if you're going to have a squash match, this is the way you do it. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Very entertaining squash match, of course. This is what we've talked about. It's time to push Ricky Starks, and he's done with Hobbs, and now it's time to move on and push Starks.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's a man, he's a great, great candidate for the TBS uh, title. Uh, great charisma. He's good on the mic, could be a little bit better, but he's good on the mic. Um I was glad they got the FTW title off of him. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Um just because you get that title off of him that way he can go he can go up. So you know mm-hmm. the only thing is is who where's the TBS title of late? Uh
0: yeah, there's been a lot of frustration around that, even from the man holding it, it sounds like so. Yeah.
1: So, I mean I I asked that question knowing the the answer, but TNT,
0: not TBS. I I'm just right. caught that.
1: TBS like, TBS is the, the women's title T Yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Should be defended but, every dynamite. Yeah. Or Rampage and, at least.
1: Yeah, and, and we haven't we haven't seen him for a while. The last time we saw him was the was the trios match with Ftr.
0: i I'm, I'm wondering if he's Got an injury that isn't a serious injury, he's just got to take some cool down periods in between,
1: yeah. But and, and this sounds awful, but we, we would have found that out on a dirt sheet by now.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, or yeah. maybe he's getting no some of the things he said. Uh.
1: He, he was so darn over going into this run with the TNT championship that I don't care what he said. I mean, unless he literally sat in a media scrum and told Tony Khan he can't manage a target.
0: <laughs> and his EVPs are idiots.
1: Yeah, we, we wouldn't go there. I mean, the guy, the guy should be on some television, right?
0: He should. He should.
1: So
0: I don't know, Uh, you know, I, I sit there and I see so and so has asked for the release or has been released or, you know, that we've come to terms and it's like, man, that sucks. But then I sit there and the more I think about it, I'm like, but this opens up that opportunity for some of these younger guys to move up and to get that TV time that they were missing. I mean, Fuego Del Sol's back on Rampage Friday night.
1: He's still alive.
0: <laughs> well, I'm interested to see what happened because the picture they showed of him, he looked like Luchasaurus. He was in black from head to toe.
1: He he was on the major vlog this week with with, with Sammy. So
0: yeah, and apparently Danhausen's joining the vlog crew now.
1: That was awesome. Why is that? That that damn guy is so entertaining. It's stupid.
0: Because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knows how to be that comedy character and he $10, spent $10,000 s-
1: $10, yes. on the vlog. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Danhausen needs the monies.
1: <laughs> oh my God. He's so dumb, but man, he's so entertaining.
0: And that's what makes him so good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You know, he's not going to win many matches, maybe one or two against Fuego. But still, you go out there, and you're like, "Oh, maybe, maybe this is the match Danhausen wins against Wardlow." That it, is,
1: it's know. not even. It's not even that. It's like you want to see him out there on the mic. Yeah. So, I mean, who cares about his in-ring work? Yeah. He's that entertain, and we we all laugh. We all like him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Now now let's get uh, out of the rabbit hole and back on back there. to the show now. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's time for the main event as uh Jericho takes on Bandindo. Bandido, Bandito, yeah. Bandido. Yeah, I can't it's it's too late for my brain to function anymore it for the ROH World Championship. This is a pretty entertaining match. I think uh I think a nose got broken at some point during this match.
1: Yeah, bandido. With the mask, had a little yeah. going through, and obviously it didn't come from his forehead. So,
0: oh, and uh, you know, it's hard to breathe in those masks, as is a lot of people do breathe through both their nose and their mouth. But when you get used to them, you just switch to the nose, and then it becomes hard to breathe through the mouth.
1: Yeah, so he had, he had some a lot of red showing. Yeah, um,
0: then the eye poke for the win
1: yeah uh, the match overall was was okay yes um and and I like Jericho you know I just I just felt like you put somebody five to ten years younger with bandito this match could be a little more hype high, high pace a little fat, uh, faster pace um but I thought bandito worked well with Jericho, and Bandito worked towards Jericho's ability. Does that makes yes. sense.
0: It does, it does. So you know, we'd get somebody um Sammy in another three years.
1: Shit, Bandito's older than that, isn't he?
0: Well, I'm saying I'm I'm giving Sammy time to get oh. better in oh, the okay. ring. I mean, the kids good now. But imagine three years from now with his constant training, he's going to be spectacular.
1: I hate Sammy. I hate Sammy and I hate his wife. I hate his vlogs. They're awful.
0: Yet you watch them every week.
1: They, they're so stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A's in the chat for Austin.
1: So stupid. I hate both of them. It's so <laughs> dumb.
0: Okay, look. You, you can admit that you turned tuned in for – Fuego, you tuned in for Cody. You tuned in for Alan Angels, Aaron Solo, everybody who's no longer on the vlog.
1: Aaron Slow's a douchebag. Sorry.
0: But he's funny. Eh. On the vlog. Yeah. Okay, when when him and Alan like, would yeah, argue back like, and right, forth.
1: I don't like I don't like Solo. I mean, how do you screw up a relationship with Bailey? She's hot. That's <laughs> the point. Whatever.
0: Oh, how did uh, <laughs> Buddy screw up a relationship with Alexa Bliss? You know, it's
1: that's different. That's that's completely. I mean, nothing against treated Ripley, but you talk about oil and water.
0: <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah,
1: Buddy. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you can do what you can do, man.
0: <laughs> oh no, man. Uh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh when when Bandito hit that 21 plex, man, I thought that was over. I did I mean I knew Jericho was gonna retain. You're not gonna give it to him. I mean, I questioned it last week, yes, but you're not gonna give it to him and then have him drop it. Right. But when he hit that twenty one plex, I went, Man, it's over. Yeah, yeah.
1: There was There was a couple false finishes there that I I really enjoyed. Yeah. But I I felt Bandito carried Jericho in this match. Which he did. If you look at the... and I I don't want to be critical in the age or whatever, but I mean Jericho's 50-some years old, man.
0: Yeah. Bandito's.
1: I think he's in his 30s. I think so.
0: And Um, his frog splash was spectacular.
1: Yes. And, And... And even after ROH shut down and Bandito started doing independence before he got back into AEW slash ROH, I mean, he had some hellacious matches in GCW. I know he no-showed one match and everybody was worried about him, but blah, blah, blah. Um, But, I mean, he's had some great matches, uh, entertaining matches, very, very high high. Spot matches, I should, I guess you should say. So, yeah, yeah, he he did really good tonight, making Jericho look good.
0: That, he did, he did.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be negative on Jericho, but the guy is fifty-some yeah. years old, man.
0: Right, and and like I said, like you said, you know, there's so much young talent. Keep him around. Keep him against some of that young talent and the bandito you saw tonight, it's going to be even faster paced and it's going to be great.
1: Yeah. No, I I hope bandito stays around for a while, uh, whether it's AEW or O H. Yeah. I really, I really hope we see a lot of him because he, he could be darn darn good. I know he's involved with Andrade. um, Although we didn't see him involved with Andrade tonight, but God, him, Which, and Andrade, him and Andrade as a tag team, that's entertaining as hell. So.
0: As long as we don't get another one of those, Andrade says, look, if you're wearing a mask and you join me, the mask has to go. Yeah, I mean, for
1: as many years as I've seen Bandito, he's never been without a mask. So.
0: Well, for all the years I've seen Rey Mysterio Jr., I've you know seen him without a mask a handful of times, and I don't want to.
1: Well, we, we saw we saw him without a mask in WCW. There after a while,
0: he was, was much weird. younger. It was weird. It's weirder now. I'm telling you, it's weird. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyway, so yeah, Jericho yeah. retains with the Lion Tamer. Uh, after the match, uh, he says the Ring of Jericho era has begun. He claims he will destroy its legend. And he will beat every great champion that's held the roj title. He challenges Brian Danielson to a match and says he will destroy every ROH commentator, referee, and ring announcer. And then drops Bobby Cruz with a Judas effect.
1: Yeah. So if we go if we go back, so you got Danielson, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. Claudio. But she beat Claudio. So we he can throw that one out there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that, that held that. Um, the one that interests me the most is CM Punk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of people, when they think ROH, they immediately go to Punk. So.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think we'll ever see and see him Punk again, but I don't know. I feel like a comment by him, this, this keeps it alive a little bit, um, gives you a hope whether or not it's completely false or not, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, but- you start naming the guys that were ROH champions that can be involved in AEW, there's a long list.
0: Yes, there is. Jericho is the 37th ROH champion. They mentioned that tonight. Bandito was the 34th. So, I mean, you got 36 guys that you could go through, and several of them are in AEW.
1: Yeah. And then you got like PCO. He's an impact. He was one in between there. So, impact AEW. He can make an appearance. Let Jericho beat PCO. You know, yeah, that'd be a good one. So. Yeah.
0: So I mean, are we talking we'll get at least 36 matches out of this guy before he drops the title? No. <laughs> no. And, I know.
1: And I always think and I, I read a thing today that Tony Khan has no idea of the direction of ROH. The only reason he bought, bought ROH is because Vince was in it interested in it. So Man, I don't know. I, th- I think we can see Jericho for here. What four or five months? Kind yeah. of wrote that belt and then drop it to some man, some guy like Danny Garcia or Wheeler Yuta. More like Danny Garcia is what I'm thinking right now. So
0: yeah, yeah. You know. So all right. Let's let's go down another rabbit hole here. I've got time to kill. If you've got time to kill before we wrap this and give our wrestler and rating, I got a half a drink left, so let's go. <laughs> uh, I don't have that much left, so um, do we see Tony start turning to like Colt Cabana for ideas with ROH? Mm, or do you think there's somebody backstage she might go to over somebody else that Man. says, hey, look, I just I need direction. I, I'm so busy with AEW, I want to do something with Roh apart from have the titles. So help me uh, out here. Um, okay. I'm
1: going, I'm going left field here. Marty Skrull, right, the villain.
0: Yes. Thank you. Finally somebody else wants to see Marty back in a big wrestling promotion. Thank you.
1: I I really think Marty was he was the booker of ROH before the pandemic. Yep. And then the allegations came against him, which I think were proved false, by the way.
0: Yes. Yes. She was of legal age in yeah. England, just not of legal Legal age to drink or something, and it all fell on him.
1: So, um, he's been working in Australia, uh, New Zealand, in England. I think of late, he's had some shows in the states, but uh, I think I think Marty is clear, and I think Marty Skrull could be the lead guy of ROH going forward.
0: Yeah. Like, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he part of bringing back the Pure Championship? He was the Pure Championship,
1: Uh, and then, and then during the pandemic, I believe he was. I'm I'm guessing it's in Florida. Uh, He was in the Jiu-Jitsu camp of Riddle uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and there's somebody else. But they always they always post pictures on on social media of them working together. So, I mean, that's going on for a couple of years. So yeah. I feel like I feel like Marty's ready to make a return.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I feel like his name's been cleared, and a guy like Tony Khan needs to look at him and say, "Hey, look, let's 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 let's, let's go." Hopefully, let's talk numbers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so
1: that I to me that I feel that's your guy for ROH moving forward. Okay. Whatever happens.
0: All right. All right. Um I, I can I can get behind that a hundred percent. I have you know, they kept teasing things and I kept hoping that it was gonna be Marty and AW and we didn't see that, but I think it's time. Um I mean, yeah. The dude's good to go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let him wrestle a couple times. I'm sure he would prefer doing the backstage stuff just because he doesn't have to put as much strain on his body then. Well. And let's not forget, even whether it's New Zealand, England, Mexico, or in the States, when that whoop whoop hits, people pop because they know it's marty
1: yeah yeah he was over the overseas last weekend he had a hell of a pop so
0: yeah i I still watch his vlog on youtube whenever he posts it because you know he doesn't understand how to do all that stuff but and it's just there's always a good pop whether he wins or lose the fans go crazy for him it's gold mine all right so uh your wrestler of the night Shep, for Ooh. AEW. <laughs> All
1: right, this is this is a tough one. I had two guys in mind. Uh I'm going to go Brian Danielson.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, well, I don't know honestly. Um I I want to go Bandito just because he carried Jericho and I think that's what I'm going to go with so
1: that was my second I 100% on board with that
0: one yeah I mean you said it the best he carried Jericho throughout that match if it was somebody younger and it's not a knock against Jericho at all it's just Jericho does his own age but yet you get a young guy like that coming in who said look I'll slow down my normal pace so that we can put on a good match I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, rating for tonight.
1: Um, man, and don't judge me here. If you if you take out the women's match, I'm super high. With the women's match, I'm like, oh, I'm seven 7.9. eight. I'm seven seven point nine. All right, all right. I wanted to be in the eights. I really wanted to be in the eights, but
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm right there with you. Um, I'll go seven eight, just so we don't agree. All right. Between um, and again, it's just my own personal opinion. It was a good segment. I'm just I, I'm over the Jericho Appreciation Society. So between that and the the mistakes in the women's match. It brought it down for me. Otherwise, it probably could have been easily uh,
1: 8.3, 8.4. Yeah, and the the pizza. uh, The pizza.
0: Luigi. (laughs) I'm just going to randomly send you and Tanner a message one day and just Luigi. (laughs) Just because. Why not? So,
1: overall, I thought a pretty solid show.
0: Yeah, um, it,
1: was it was good. good. Uh, Next week too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I, I know Tony Khan has taken a lot, a lot of stuff about his booking of the last ten, fifteen days. In maybe it could be a little bit better, but yeah, he's all right. He's hanging in there.
0: He is. He is. He, For a man who's only got, knows how to do football and football, he's doing pretty good.
1: He's got a lot on his plate,
0: so yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since you know he put on the show tonight when he's worrying whether or not he's going to have a stadium by the end of the week. Yeah,
1: that'll be funny.
0: <laughs> it's got some water in it by now, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, I, don't tell Tanner I said this but i'm going to have to agree with him. Was eliminating the people that got eliminated due to suspension for the better? At least temporarily.
1: Uh, and that, that whole suspension thing is sucks for one. Um I don't know, man.
0: Sounds like me last week.
1: I I I can, I think I want Omega back.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We just got Omega back and now he's yeah. gone again.
1: I think I think I want Omega back. I can live without punk. And
0: I could live without Cutler.
1: Well <laughs> that's funny. I I was worried about can I live without the Bucks? And that's that's the one I I'm on the on the on the fringe on the fence about.
0: All right. Bring back the Bucks. Don't give them EVP positions. At least to start.
1: Man, I don't know. I mean, I've I've always been a fan of the Bucks. Yeah. Because before, you know, three four years before this podcast even existed. You know, I was watching them on New Japan Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, mm-hmm. in California, and it was just like, man, these guys, you guys can make some moves, you know, and and so the guy in the mainstream in the AEW, and it's like, all right, but now, I mean, we've gone a couple weeks without them. I don't necessarily miss them. Nothing, I just like the guys, but.
0: Uh-oh. No, no I, I get you completely I mean, I have seen literally For better or worse Every single BTE episode Yeah From start to hiatus Uh, You know, when they teased That they were done at 200 And now they're just over 300 And on hiatus again You know, I, I've been through it all I watched Adam Cole die there's <laughs> another guy that's going to... I can't wait till he comes back.
1: Well, didn't Cody die on that too?
0: Uh, no, it he, wasn't Cody. They, they wrote him off.
1: Who, who died on the cruise back in the day?
0: Oh, man.
1: Remember the cruise? They had the murder mystery or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Led. That led... That was shortly before they killed Cole, wasn't it?
1: Actually, it might have been Cole. It might have been Cole because he was going to NXT. He
0: he died backstage at a show, though.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't I don't remember. It's been too long. <laughs> um, you know, we got hashtag FTR out of BTE. FTR is now FTR because of BTE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just I, I think I could be okay without them for a while. Because um, I mean, they've been there in one way, shape, or form every single Dynamite. Yeah. Apart from but, a handful during COVID.
1: I feel like the the move Tony's making with FDR. You're putting every belt you can on these guys. At some point, you know they're gonna have to have the AW belts. Um, and maybe you have the Bucks come back once they have all four or five belts or whatever on their shoulders. You have the the Bucks come back, but before this, there was always the con- conspiracy that the Bucks did not want to put them over. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. We we want the Bucks to come back, but we gotta have them in the right spot.
0: Yes, I I completely agree. I completely agree. All right, Shep. Before we end up on here for another hour talking conspiracy <laughs> theories and fan theories and white rabbits and rabbit holes, uh, I think it's time that we uh, bring this thing to a close. I'm in. All right, so follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Brain's trying to stop working here, so bear with me. Uh, (laughs) While you're on all of our social medias, check out both of our merchandise stores. You can get some great KOP merchandise, support a great podcast, look great doing so. You can also follow the, uh, the guy who claims to be the KOP Predictions Champion, Tanner Lee at Tannerly9 to blow up his stuff and say, man, you're the only champion who never shows up. If Brock Lesnar shows up more as you when he's champion. <laughs> um, That's um, or Goldberg shows up more often oh, to wrestle than her. you show up on KOP. Uh, follow Austin Shepard at the shep 27 be sure to listen to the kicking out podcast everywhere you listen to your podcast if it happens to be apple podcast leave us that five star rating that way we can continue to climb up the rankings because apple Podcasts still use the ranking system like unlike everybody else uh follow myself at paul zartman 921 on social media and uh be sure to join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast